The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Always a pleasure to have Rolene on board. Rolene Marks, our Israel correspondent. Good afternoon, Rolene, and welcome. Good afternoon. Um, just a, a public service announcement from Israel Airport Authority. Right. If there is anyone listening in from Israel or anybody planning to uh, travel to Israel or leave Israel tomorrow, just be aware that the Israel Airport Authority have called on travelers to arrive early at Ben Gurion Airport tomorrow for flights and should arrive by train. And, uh, uh, double check with the airlines that they are flying on because tomorrow there will be anti-government protests in and around the Ben Gurion airport and travelers might be delayed due to uh, uh, roadblocks etc. So if you are in Israel, flying to Israel leaving Israel, just be aware of what is happening tomorrow. Oh boy, that's going to now really escalate our conversation this afternoon, isn't it, Rolene? But first of all, let's start with the rockets fired from the Gaza Strip, which falls in the Strip. U.S. is backing Israel's operation in Jenin right now, and police in Jerusalem on high alert. Please update us. What is going on here? Well, yesterday we brought you the news that the IDF had uh, raided Jenin. This was to arrest the terrorists responsible for the murder of Halel and uh, Yagel Yaniv last Sunday. Right. And during a heavy exchange of fire, they were um, uh, he, he was killed. And last night, in response to the Jenin raid, terror entities within the Gaza Strip fired their rockets towards Israel. Of course, it's a double war crime when you fire from within your civilian infrastructure towards our civilian infrastructure. But the rocket fell short and landed in the Gaza Strip, which is a reminder of just how much these rockets endanger Palestinian civilians as well. Now, earlier today, the Palestinians set off an explosive device near the border where Israeli soldiers were operating. They were firing on Hamas targets within the strip. Thank goodness nobody was injured in that. But uh, this has been the situation thus far over the last 24 hours. However, the U.S. State Department have said that they fully support Israel's raid into Jenin. However, they did condemn what they call settler violence in the town of Huwara. And of course, now police in Jerusalem also on high alert. Uh, this is very interesting because now you're talking of protests and what have you. You've got rockets flying all over the place. <laughs> if I can put it to you this way, how are things balancing out there? Well, Jerusalem is is always potentially a, a tinderbox because of the, uh, the the divisions that some see between East and West mm-hmm. Jerusalem. We see Jerusalem as uh, eternally divided, but there are similar tensions at the moment. We, we've been speaking about it quite a bit, and police have been placed on high alert around the capital. This is also because there will be uh, more anti-government protests as well. Well, sure. And linking to that now, my, coming to my next question, Rolene, the uh, judicial overall updates. Uh, tell us more. Okay, so this is very, very interesting. Today, mm-hmm. 40 former senior police officers, including retired police chiefs, have called on Prime Minister Netanyahu to fire National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir. Now, yesterday, you and I discussed that in his interview with Khan, that's the national broadcaster, right. he, he gave the police a directive 
to demolish any illegal houses in East Jerusalem during the month of Ramadan. And we said that this is potentially very, very explosive. Now, the police uh, or, or the former police officers and chiefs said that he is actually acting contrary to his authority by giving out operational orders. And they have warned that... Um, it's extremely responsible to give these orders to take place during a Ramadan. It shows a lack of understanding of the situation in Jerusalem, which is what you and I have just said. Mm-hmm. That it, it, it is very, very, very sensitive. You know, I know that there are many who listen and say, you know, Temple Mount, this, Jerusalem, and that. But mm-hmm. we have to look at the bigger picture. And this is what the Israeli police are, are having to deal with every single day. And they've warned that should he carry on on his trajectory, he could ignite a third intifada. And they've also said that they will be joining the growing protests mm-hmm. in Tel Aviv come this Saturday night. Rolin, okay, so going back to that uh, announcement you made in the beginning about uh, Ben Gurion Airport with protests, okay, you did say earlier on in the week that there was uh, intended, uh, well, mass protests going, that's going to happen tomorrow. But as things stand now, is, is there a visible build-up? Can we already feel the tensions? Can you already see a presence in the streets regarding uh, everything that's happening right now? Uh, no presence in the streets as yet, okay. but you can definitely you can definitely feel it. You know, when you speak amongst Israelis, the the, the great deal of worry and and fear should um, these proposed overhauls go go forward. And many right. are saying, you know, it's not even about the overhauls anymore. It's about our future. It's about the, the the divisions that are growing. It, it, it's about the feeling that uh, essentially what we could be witnessing is some kind of of coup by the current government. Wow. Now, now these are the opinions of Israelis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard uh, you and I spoke about it yesterday. Uh, divisions even within the Likud party amongst members right. of the Knesset that don't support this overhaul. There is a real fear, a, a real palpable fear in Israel of these overhauls going through. And I want to reiterate again, it's not about election results. It is a lot more complicated than that. It is about what some people see as uh, uh, addressing the imbalance of what they call the Ashkenazi elite to uh, uh, that, that, that blocks out societies. It, 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 some are seeing it as a battle between um, religious and, and secular and some people are seeing it as definitely a, a war on Israel's democracy and, and who will pay the ultimate price. Will it be our security for Forces and our military. Will it be the citizenry? So it's a very, very serious issue that we're talking about. And again, it's not about election results. It is about what many see as the safeguarding of the future of Israel and Israel as a, a democratic state. Well, we certainly uh, will wait with a bated breath as to what's going to transpire today into the weekend, uh, Rolene. Uh, we can only wait and see. And, uh, well, I wonder what we're going to be chatting about this time tomorrow. That being said, uh, let's just move on to something somewhat more lighthearted, if I can put it to you this way. Uh, first of all, in a happy International Women's Day to you and all the lady listeners. That's what we're approaching now. And, uh, yeah, women's rights in Israel. Take us through it. 
Okay, so Israel, like countries around the world, uh, and I'm sure that there are commemorations in South Africa, even though uh, you commemorate Women's Day on the 8th of August, or is it the 9th of August? Sometime in August. Uh, I think it's the 9th of August, yeah. Um, There we go. But International Women's Day uh, internationally takes place on the 8th of March Mm -hmm. every year, and it's really about calling uh, uh, attention to some of the issues faced by women. Issues like gender-based violence, which we've seen a significant increase around the world, including here in Israel, especially coming out of the global pandemic. Issues like um, gender parity and, 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 and pay discrepancies. There is still a gap in pay packages for Israeli women. In many, many ways, we are far more advanced than uh, other countries, and especially other countries in our region, being one of the first countries to have a female prime minister. We are a country where even though we are talking about the huge controversies right now around the Supreme Court, we can't forget that the President of our Supreme Court and the Attorney General of Israel are both women. Uh, women are playing a large and important role in our military, in the private sector, in the public sector. But uh, there are still issues of the status of women and inequalities to address, which is why we have tremendous organizations here like WITSO, the Women's International Zionist Organizations, NAMAT, uh, Emunah, Hadassah, and various others that uh, have a presence when it comes to the issue of speaking about women's um, issues. Uh, just two days ago, there was a special session at the Knesset to address these these very things. Uh, and a great concern at the moment that in the current government as it stands, the representation of women in ministerial positions is significantly reduced than that of the previous coal, um, yeah, co- also coalition government, but a more uh, broad-based coalition government, something we're hoping to address come the next elections, whenever they may be. Indeed, Rolina, we're going to have to leave it there. Wish we could have just fitted in another topic, but that's for another time and place. Rolene Marks, uh, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon for an update on what's happening in Israel.